Okay, we are live. I'm here with William Ramsey of the Williams Ramsey Investigates podcast to talk about the Depp versus Amber Heard trial. Welcome, William Ramsey. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Great to be with you again. So I just wanted to start this. We we just uh, Amber Heard just testified, and I wanted to play a clip. So here we go. <laughs> Hey, I will have, it will be criminal as well because I cannot go on Friday and file without filing a police statement first. And the only reason I haven't had that police statement, which has been used against me, by the way, every day, and the only reason I won't do it, is I haven't done it, is because I don't want to hurt you and that means it goes out of my hands. And every, the you know, third-party guy, uh, third-party prosecutor comes and, um, and a criminal lawyer come and they went, like, the problem is hearing from you, like, your biggest struggle is that this is just, this is such a, it's the most solid evidence case of domestic violence I've ever seen. And if you give this over to them or present any part of it, it's, they will prosecute him. And I felt like, I would, I'm not, like, I would never want that for you. Can you please explain what the context of this was? I was begging Johnny to not make me prove what I've had to sit on the stand in front of all of you and prove and talk about, I was begging not to do this, not to sit where I'm sitting today. I didn't want this. I don't want to be here. I didn't want to be there then. And I was trying to point out something to somebody who I thought did not have a firm grasp on reality. Objection calls for speculation. Overruled, good. Thank you. I was trying to point out how absurd how absurd it would be for him to keep making me prove this by calling me a liar. I was trying to get him to not call me a liar because everything that I had said to date and everything I've said to date now is the truth. And I was begging him not to make me prove it, that there were photos, that there were witnesses, that there was my testimony. There were years of me with injuries on the dates where we were fighting and they were documented. I mean, pictures from 2012. So I was trying to say to him either, you'd suppose that people would rather believe this is a hoax, elaborate, well-orchestrated, year-long campaign for what? Or that, what? It just seemed crazy. And I thought no one was advising him in his best interest. I thought no one was telling him the truth. I know he's surrounded by yes men, and I thought nobody was saying to Johnny, this is crazy, don't do this. And I didn't want to hurt him. I didn't want to hurt him. I loved him. I loved him so much. I, that's why I'm explaining to him why I didn't file criminal charges. I didn't file a police report, even though it was being used against me. I didn't want this to go to a prosecutor. I didn't want this to hurt Johnny. I don't want this to hurt Johnny. 
Michelle, can you bring up DEP Exhibit 357D as in David? Uh, and that is 17 colon 25 to 17 colon 37. I'm going to move the admission, Your Honor. All right. Any objection? No objection. All right. Any evidence? 357D. Okay. Baby. 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 Right. I'm going to move the admission, Your Honor. Any objection? No objection. 357E. Thank you. And you're stronger. It's only I think that I thought you could kill me. That doesn't mean you count her. You also, uh, that, that, that you lost your own finger. I, I am not trying to catch you here. I'm just trying to point out the fact of why I said call 911. Because I was, you are, you had your hands on me. I'm taking the phone in my face. And I just got crazy in the past. And I What are you referring to there? <laughs> that I don't want to call myself a victim. I don't like to think of myself as a victim. And I don't want him to think I'm attacking him or blaming him. I'm pointing out I didn't cooperate with the police. That I didn't want to get him in trouble. That I didn't want to hurt him. I don't want anything from him. Just don't call me a liar. It's all I said. Just don't call me a liar. Just don't say this isn't real. Because I'm the walking proof of it. I'm going to ask to bring up plaintiff's exhibit, Dep Exhibit 357F, as in Frank, 24 04 to 24 48. And move the admission. All right. Any objection? No objection. All right. 357F. I have said only this from the very beginning. I only have my integrity. And they, the unfortunate thing is... What about mine? They keep step further. What about mine? They keep taking... They keep taking... That's what it keeps... I'm trying to say to you. Literally, in words. I'm out, out of my mouth. That's what I'm trying to say to you. Every step of the way, I have said to them... The thing is, they're hurting Johnny by this because every time that they call me a liar or they say this is not true or see that this text message is not actually happened or that uh, uh, your security guard, who by the way was a follow-up to your security guard thing they never saw abuse happening. The same security guard who, by the way, have said to me multiple times that I'm going to get killed. And... What are you talking about there, Amber? That even though Johnny told me that his guards would say whatever he needed them to say, that they were the same guards who had told me that I would lose objection, my life this way. Objection, hearsay. All right, sustained objection. It came in through the tape, so that's all right. We're fine. 
Let's go, Michelle. Your Honor. If we could approach, please. I'm sorry. All right. So, what do you? What's your reaction to that? I think Depp's going to lose. It's been, you know, you know what I'm. I feel like I'm. I'm watching a trial. I've, I've sat through many, many trials. I'm getting. He looks like the losing side to me. And I'm talking to my friends and they're all saying, what's wrong with you? Everybody, all these YouTube lawyers, they're saying that he's he's definitely going to win this case. He's mm-hmm. got it in the bag. The jury's in love with him. I, you know, I, it's a fool's game to predict how juries are going to swing. But as well, if the, I'm including the- myself as a juror. What he's put on the stand, he's been he, he was a terrible witness, and and I have a I wanted, really wanted to play that longer clip to to give you an idea of the kind of intense emotion she brought to the stand. You can call it acting. <laughs> I, I I'm sure Deb's fans will call that acting, but she consistently goes back to this is the truth. All I have is the truth. This is what I lived through. And then you have Depp up there doing his little like trailing off doing his little like acting stories going off being impeached like 5,000 times already I in in all these witnesses all her witnesses have been incredibly consistent with her story what he has is a bunch of witnesses who didn't see anything <laughs> friends of his on his payroll who didn't see anything so I mean at best you could say um I mean, I thought it was that was also a really interesting clip because she brings up this idea of this idea of like a conspiracy. So what we're supposed to believe is that Amber Heard thought it would benefit her career so much that she tortured Johnny Depp in a relationship mentally and physically while he did nothing, even though and let's talk about his past relationships in a second. That uh, <laughs> so much that um, that she went out and said that he beat her up, that she reversed it I mean, and, and, and wrote a article where she never mentions him. And then as she's testifying to things, she'll say, I didn't tell him to, like she talked about this, um, him rape, Johnny Depp raping her with a bottle, which was left out under seal in the UK case. And she say she she's saying I didn't tell him to stop. Wouldn't it benefit her to say I told him to stop and he kept going? If she's adding things or making it up or wanting to play victim, I mean, I feel like America is in like a mass case of Stockholm syndrome with Johnny Depp's PR team. I don't think they to, might be. You know? They might be. Yeah, it might be. It might be the same PR team as uh, as his buddy Damien, right? So. But I think uh, yeah, I think the core claim is that she was lying when he said he was she survived domestic abuse, and mm-hmm. I think that the evidence has shown so far in court that she was very much abused. Yeah. Whether she punched him or not, or how, you know, stuff some of his verbal stuff, psychological stuff she did. I've listened to some of her stuff. Doesn't make her look great. But the fundamental thing that he's suing her for is that. That's defamation. I think that it's a truth that will stand, and it'll be the same result as what happened in the UK, which he he tried to, or his attorneys tried to bring up on appeal, and it was sealed. So, and he was called a wife beater, and uh, I think it was it was it wasn't her. She was involved in the, the test. The information from their relationship was brought in, but he sued 
the son. Daniel, the deal with son. Thank you, Simon. I believe. Um, so, um, so it came up a couple days ago in testimony. The testimony of I O Tillett Wright testified that Johnny Depp was really mean about Amber Heard, and we can talk about that in a second, but really mean about his fans. And this is a trial where people are lining up the day before, the afternoon before, to get into the morning, the next morning's trial. They've flown from around the country to support him, and he refers to them as remoras, a, a, a sucker fish that feeds off the bottle, bottoms of ships and stinks them. Damien Eccles, his parole child killer, triple child killer friend that he called his brother, meaning spiritual brother, uh, called his Twitter followers uh, Chuka. I, I'm not even sure. Chupacabras, how to yeah. Thank you, Chupacabra. which is a mythical goat creature that is vampirish and sucks uh, the blood out of goats. Very similar. Um, someone had suggested in the comments that we're sort of like jumping to a conclusion because we didn't like Johnny Depp's support of Damien Eccles. That of course we're gonna. I get. I hate to say I'm supporting Amber Heard because I really think that simplifies things. It's I not personal. So yeah. It's not personal. I don't have I any personal. Think she, right? I, I think they're both awful. So I'm be. not taking sides. I don't, like, know I don't them. Amber Heard from kind of some of the stuff I, you know, I, I think that she in My opinion is she experienced these. Uh, what happens? What where relationships start out charming and then the guy change and turns into a beater. It's like the classic. Uh, it you know, certainly the, follows a pattern. Yeah. yeah. A pattern. If he really lays it on thick, showers them with gifts, which is the way abusive relationships start. They're everything. And then they're, and, and then, then it goes into demoralization and discarding. It's so interesting. But what do you know about Depp's relationship with Damien Eccles? And well, do you think much. it's important? I don't know if it really influences this case, but I think it goes into his character. But I, I think outside of this case, it's not really, you know, it's not material to this case. But I, I know his relationship goes way back. He was one of the main financial supporters of the successful attempt to get Eccles out of jail. He was not exonerated. But uh, my understanding is he was one of the main bankrollers with... Uh, Peter Jackson, who was the film director, and paying the for the appellate court uh, guy, the appellate the oh, what's his name? So, uh, he was worked for Bobby Bonds or Barry Bonds. Anyway, he paid for that. This, this substantial amount of money. It was in seven figures. And so, so, do you think Damien? Uh, do you think Johnny Depp regrets giving those millions to free the <laughs> to free those guilty child killers? Now, I'm sure he doesn't look at it like that. I mean, he's never he said did. anything to my knowledge of about repenting. Uh, he's and he was re I mean, when they had the like, I think it was within the last two or three years when they were back in Arkansas, he joined Damien Eccles and Berlinger in this whole stunt to kind of re so-called reopen the case. Do you remember that? I mean, it wasn't the most recent one this year. It was another stunt like two or three years ago. Do you remember that? It's one? hard to I keep track. It it's it really hard to keep track. Now. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but um, it's just interesting because my friend was saying to me, you know, you're seeing this trial so differently. And, and I said, you're forgetting that I've sat through making a murderer, <laughs> all the people making videos about Stephen Avery's innocence, Adnan Syed, 
Wow. Where are all these people now? Like, I, I, I think that in probably five or 10 years, it's not going to help Amber Heard much. I think tremendous damage has been done to her reputation and her marketability. But where are these people going to be now that they've gotten their few shekels off of um, supporting a, a rapist wife beater? I mean, I don't know. I, I think that this is a trial is a disaster for both of them. I think he want he thought maybe he could have all these tapes and all this information come out against hers. He's playing the abused, uh, like she abused him. I think mm -hmm. the evidence shows that something happened, like whether she struck him or hit him or something like that. Yeah, well, it, it's so. also we saw um, Dr. Dawn Hughes testify, who's uh, an uh, expert in interpersonal violence that. Uh, I saw testify in the Nexium trial and in the Larry Ray trial. And she is a bang up witness, excellent credentials, completely unable to rattle and cross. Um, Johnny Depp fans were upset that she had to occasionally read from her notes. <laughs> but what she does for a jury is she, she can't talk about Johnny Depp or Amber Heard in specifics, but she talks about a pattern of behavior and the, jury is going to be connecting those dots. She's a very important witness. A very, I thought a very strong witness that really got kind of negated. So what they will see is how these, how this pattern of a relationship follows what these experts say. Johnny Depp, on the other hand, had this witness who went out to dinner and drinks with him, uh, diagnosed Amber Heard with a personality disorder and a in a very short right. period of time. It's, it's just very interesting. You know, Adam Waldman, who's like Depp's Bengali, got thrown out of this case for hmm. um, coercing witnesses, positive testimony from witnesses. Wow. Um, so do you, I mean, what do you think's going, I mean, I mean, do you think that that pattern was set? I mean, who are these people with I, this kind of coming in for Johnny Depp? They're just very, like, kind of... It's like an entourage. I mean, <laughs> he has an... I mean, I would say he has an entourage. And uh, he was notorious for his largesse, right? Didn't he have a yes. huge... He's been in a lot of lawsuits. He was in another one with his business partners. And then money, I think, was misused. or uh, And it showed that he was keeping like 40 people employed his sister and all these other people. So some of these people may not be as objective as people might think they might have some financial interest in. in yeah. I just get the feeling of shenanigans going I do on behind the scenes. I mean, you have this kind of disgruntled uh, assistant from Amber Heard who, who struck me as super unpleasant. <laughs> That, that was testifying for Johnny Depp. And they keep bringing up his generosity. It, it's just like his lawyers try to like crowbar that in as often as they can. And I, I keep thinking to myself, is this about his generosity or is this about his character being defamed? Um, right. Good point. I mean, it goes back to really the central claim. Did she experience what she abused? And it's the abuse... Is, I mean, to me, the testimony and the evidence shows the abuse was there, mm -hmm. you know, all the way to the end. So for him to say that's defamatory, if it's real, it's, you know, you have to have some kind of malice, a deliberate malice, which she didn't really have. So there's a lot of, he has got, he's going to lose. I mean, I, I, I put my money, I'd be very surprised if 
the jury sees thinks that he was the one that was just the 100% victim. I think that uh, from what I've seen. It, it will be interesting to see. And and um, there was also in, interesting testimony from Amber Heard. She feels that that leak, that TMZ leak with the bottles, she's blaming it on Johnny Depp and Adam Waldman. So if you look at that video, it's really not all that negative for Johnny Depp. So meaning to make it look like she leaked that first and then Johnny Depp could counter leak all the edited audio clips that he could leak. Do you know what I mean? Do you know the right. counter the where he's pouring the glass of the wine and he's right, yeah. smashing the cabinets, that video? That video, and I'm I, very familiar with that video. And I thought that makes more sense because not only does she apologize for herself constantly, which I've seen a lot of victims do on the stand. Right. I know you this sounds this stupid. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. I know it sounds stupid, but I felt beautiful in this dress. And then Johnny told me I look like a whore. <laughs> or I mean, he has like three words for women. And they're all like cunt, whore, um, saggy, old, you know, whatever. It's, there's, I mean, really, really has an issue with women. I mean, it, it's so obvious to me. And I think anyone else watching. And she's apologizing for that. And um, so... It just seems very consistent. That, that's what I'm saying. Just very, very, I mean, very, very consistent. It's the, he's in. But, but it's also well, a pattern a of protecting mistake. him too. And then when we have, so when you read the UK ruling, were you as skeptical as I was? I was thinking, well, of course, Amber Heard's sister is going to testify positively for her. Of course, this person is going to testify um for her that's connected to her. Um, I'm just having quite a different feeling actually watching this testimony because these people like Johnny Depp made sure that these people fell in love with him. Um, and we saw this um, testimony, I thought, which was really interesting, which has been totally ignored the testimony of IO Tillett Wright, who was Amber Heard's. She's a trans identified woman. So, um, and till it gave testimony, like when I met Johnny Depp, I just had this feeling like we were soulmates. That's, I mean, that's what a charismatic actor can do. Just make you fall in love with him. And I didn't say anything. And then the next meeting, Johnny Depp came up to me and he said, I know this sounds strange, but I think I love you. And till it said, oh, that's funny because I had the same feeling. And then the next thing, Johnny Depp wanted to talk to Tillett about was Amber Heard and her feelings. And Tillett Wright had to be like, look, I don't want to, I'm now friends with you both, sort of, and I do not want to get in the middle of it. I'm happy to be friends with you both, but, you know, I just thought that was so predatory. <laughs> it just seemed like calculated, like, I'm just going to make this person feel like they're my soulmate so I can have an in to manipulating Amber. And the other thing he did was we heard about this Dr. Kipper. So he, he, he helped Johnny Depp get off drugs in a Hollywood way by giving him a whole lot of <laughs> other drugs. But he also had a full-time nurse with Johnny Depp and a full-time nurse with Amber Heard. Do you feel so what like is he doing drugging her? So to keep her, so she doesn't react to his, to, to the situation around her. He's keeping her in like a, Bog, her, her, her sister testified she thought it was very strange 
Uh, also, Johnny Depp's former best friend said he thought Dr. Kipper was a ripoff and it was very strange. Why would Amber Heard, uh, actually it was his, uh, Amber Heard's sister who testified, why would she need a doctor? But he just thought it was a ripoff and totally odd. So every, so every, he's trying to medicate her on, and to be under his control. I'm not, it's not surprising to me at all. I mean, I've done a recent show about uh, him and just how he always was very involved in dark subjects and his shows. And uh, he has an interesting background that they, they're not going into this part. I guess they're sealed off kind of his uh, pension for occultism is probably a good way to put it. But uh well, definitely, death has come up like a billion times. And what do you think the uh, what do you think the significance of his interest in the occult is in this trial? Well, I think that it would go into kind of his mindset and his personality. Like, I they it's not fashionable to bring in that kind of ideology. Oftentimes, it will. It's like, if somebody has a transformation or finds Jesus or something, they'll put it in the trial. But I think that it would be curious. But it's just not it's really kind of just a, a non-fashionable thing to talk about. People get mocked or you get called a uh, satanic panic type. But I think that would go to his character because I think that that's really what he's, that uh, might be a reflection of his personality is his tastes and all the films that he's done and the people that he's associated with. Polanski, uh, another serial abuser, abuser. I mean, I think he's, my understanding is there's been Additional claims of what he did in the States and ran from the States in France is my understanding. So uh, I'm surprised they didn't talk about his relationship with Marilyn Manson. He's going, we've, you and I have talked about that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just posted all of our, a lot of our old interviews going back to 2018 on William Ramsey Investigate. So if people want to hear all of these subjects that we've talked about, I put up 17 mm -hmm. of the older ones. Like I didn't put up the ones within the last six months. But there was a lot of subject we've got. A lot of these abuse uh, kind of issues, I think, we've talked about. Definitely Manson, uh, Manson v. Wood. So, but I think that I think that it's interesting that they're staying away from that because I do think it's important. When you support somebody who pled guilty to killing three kids, I think that that says a lot. Financially support somebody who's guilty currently. As and then, and then take him around the world and get tattoos with him. There has so your to brother, be a right. thought that maybe he did torture and kill three kids. I mean, there has to be a thought that you could be wrong, that he could not be. Or do you think these people are so narcissistic that they don't see it like that? I think, I mean, my own opinion is that they have, he's a fellow traveler with Eccles. That's why there's that, that celebrity support. And with you have the same tattoos with you don't trip and get a tattoo with the Theban <laughs> alphabet on your chest. Like, oh, you what want to put that theme? tattoo with the sigil on my chest with the Theban <laughs> alphabet surrounding it? Great. Yeah. What is the Theban yeah. alphabet? I don't even know. It's what like a that? magical alphabet, right? So uh -huh. the magical at the Thebes, like back in the old, you know, classical Greece, the there were all of those Sparta, Athens. Ooh. These were all kind of city states. Thebes was kind of like known to be like a witch. Kind of thing. So this Thebe alphabet is kind of a witch's alphabet. It's also known as the witch's alphabet, but it translates the letters translate to the English language. So A will be a symbol, something like that. And so that's what that's what Peter Jackson, Johnny Depp, and Eccles all have that same style. So does Kenneth Anger. This is a whole nother story. But they have all that stuff. 
And then Eccles got an I Ching with the depth. So there's a picture of them getting a tattoo together. So mm -hmm. they have a lot of tattoos. And this is like as Eccles got out of jail in 2011. He just fully tattooed his body right now. But uh, it says I think it says a lot about his character. I think the jury, a trier of fact, would be interested to hear that. But the Herd's lawyers didn't seem to want to bring that up. But uh, yeah. So what is there? Is this is there any kind of is this kind of PR? Could you look at this PR offensive that Depp's making as some kind of magical practice to make something that's not true or not real real? To it make you be, know, it might be. Could that be well, looked at? I think that that could be a possibility. I mean, I know that Eccles, like we were, I was talking about this in an interview yesterday. He attributed him getting out of jail. It wasn't that the law and the evidence were on his side. I think he said magic, 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 right? So M-A-G-I-C-K. Right. And during this, this travel, that this world tour, a lot, he, uh, Depp went on a lot of stops with Eccles on his book. I think it was one was in New York where he was promoting life after death. Depp said something very interesting, which is let the magic flow. So you got to keep the magic flowing. So he's using that magic. Like he knows that term, in my opinion, like when he's saying that to Eccles, and Eccles is like, yeah, you got to let the magic flow. So that shows it, it's an indicator that he is, has that supernatural magical worldview. Uh, Depp does, in my opinion. And you can see it through all his movies and stuff like that. So, but I think it goes to his character. So you're right. I mean, this, this convincing PR look, Look at how successful Eccles is PR. Most people think West Memphis Three are in, were found innocent and exonerated right. for a crime they didn't commit. These uh, axioms that are repeated ad nauseum. They think if you think they're guilty, which they actually are guilty at law, that you're crazy. So, yeah, that's right. I'm used to so, it. And yeah, oh, let's, I think it's more interesting who's not talking. And I, I know Alan Barkins, but let's look at some of his. Uh, for one, Winona Ryder. Um, they leaked her, her uh, she hired a lawyer. Let me just show this real quick. Um, this is her talking about her relationship. Johnny Depp started dating her when he was, I believe, close to 30. She was 17, maybe younger. Yeah. And um, I'm just talking about what the jury's going to be looking for is patterns of behavior. And if they all are congruent and you see that. And, and here we have Kate Moss. Um, I'll read it for those who are. Uh, Kate was often on a razor's edge with Johnny. She was afraid of his rages. The young woman was at the time totally in his grip and did everything that he asked her, uh, that he asked her. So, I mean, he really, I mean, he's really into power and control. And Ellen Barkin is also going to testify um, in this trial, I believe. Um, there's an, always an air of violence around Johnny Depp. But, um, you know, what Dr. Don Hughes talked about was reactive violence. And I'm just, are people expecting Amber Heard to just, was the way that she was expected to react to being, to just take it? And if that makes her an abuser, I just, I'd like to just remind people of another really famous man abuser. Hey, come on, man. I'm trying to get... Where you going? Hey, where you... what's wrong? Hey, 
Hey, you better come back over here so I can get some sleep now. Go straight to hell, I. Right? What's wrong with you? Don't Talking leave. to me like that. Huh? What'd you say? Don't start with me. I ain't in the mood today, all right? Well, you ain't in the mood? <laughs> Don't you ever talk to me like that again. You hear me? Huh? You hear me? Sure, you don't never talk to me like that, Come no more. Come here. Come here. What? Uh, huh? No. Show you something. No. You talk to me like that again, huh? Uh, 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 Okay, so so maybe it's the next big Twitter campaign, Tina Turner for prison. Tina Turner. Oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, what are we? I mean, I mean, do you think this is useful to put this trial in the context of a Me Too movement? And I I'm seeing repeated believe all women. I mean, is that useful? I mean, in this, I don't it's know. It's a good question. It's a really good question. I think that. It's part of the Me Too movement, uh, but I think you have to kind of take it off as, as this is actually a trial. This isn't a public. This was based on a public statement she made, but this is going into court to prove stuff. So if you believe the testimony of all these people, um, I think that that it's this specific case is shows abuse, and I, it may not be all one way, but. I think if the basic statement that she made that statement, I mean, if you look at the standard for de defamation, actual malice, she didn't even mention his name. She just said to abuse. The abuse is there. So I, I think he's going to, he's not going to, he's not going to. And the other thing that Tillett Wright testified uh, to was that Johnny Depp would talk about Amber Heard. She's going to have nothing. She has no talent. When her tits start to sag, she's going to be all washed up. And I thought, isn't that the ultimate projection? Here's Johnny Depp on the tail end of being a sex symbol. I know his stands would argue that he still is, but maybe he still is, but not in the way he was in 21 Jump Street in the early years, even 2013, back in 2013. And, and he's looking forward and the kind of women that are less women are interested in him. He still has enough money to you know, or I don't know what he has now, but, but that sort of projection and he just to make her feel really small, you have nothing. I have all the talent. I have this, all she has is her looks. I mean, do you think that's his ultimate, I mean, insecurity about his own talent and his own uh, self? Yeah, I would say so. I think so. I think his treatment of woman uh, reflects in my opinion, his insecurity, like all that stuff and all the, weird creepy behavior that he gets into the belittling of power dynamics all that stuff to me uh yeah i mean i've heard people send me stuff but uh can i just yeah, one I more think so. I one, think one more short clip before yeah, i just it, want to get it. this in because i really want people to see how johnny depp handled cross uh, and uh here. Johnny Depp is back on the stand today, facing this withering cross-examination about embarrassing texts he wrote about Amber Heard. I will 
her burnt corpse afterwards to make sure she is dead. That's what you said that you would do after you burned her and after you drowned her. Did I read that right? You certainly did, yes. And you wrote that about the woman who would later become your wife. Yes, I did. Depp also sent his bodyguard this text. On January 17, 2013, you texted, I'll smack the ugly around before I let her in. Apologies again to the court and the jury for this language. And then you close by saying, did that worthless hooker arrive? Did I read that right? You did, sir. And you think that you live up to the standards of a Southern gentleman? That was essentially, yes, raised to be a Southern gentleman. That is to say, when chivalry was uh, still alive and allowed. These text messages are graphic and really abhorrent in language. They're also on the big screens throughout the courtroom. The jury is leaning in. Some put on their glasses so they can see and read along with the defense attorney. And there are some really looks of disgust. Depp's friendship with famous pals like Marilyn Manson came up in testimony. One of your good friends that you've taken drugs with before is Marilyn Manson, right? Yes, we've taken, uh, 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 we've drank together. Uh, We've we've uh, we've had cocaine together maybe a couple of times. I once gave uh, Marilyn Manson a pill uh, so that he would stop talking so much. <laughs> <laughs> a photo taken at Depp's house in 2013 was introduced in court that appears to show lines of cocaine and a large glass of whiskey. The photo was snapped at 8:30 a.m. Depp tried to crack a joke about it. You would sometimes drink whiskey in the mornings too, right? Um, I, 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 you know, I mean, isn't happy hour anytime? <laughs> that cocaine, that those white lines, those are cocaine. That's cocaine, right? I would assume. It yeah, and like that's it. that's your cocaine that you kept in that box that says "property of JD" with the skull and crossbones, isn't it? The box was a gift from someone. I can't say that I carried cocaine in it. No. You but can't it, say that you carried cocaine in that box. No, but it looks like it would fit some cocaine. I, 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 he also made light of his wild past. You've trashed hotel rooms before simply because you've had a bad couple days and an unpleasant time, correct? I have assaulted a couch or two. Yes, sir. Okay. So, I mean, what is your feeling looking at that? I think that he's making light of probably pretty serious uh, allegations as to his character. I think so. Like, he's trying to charm it up. I think we talked about that in the past. Like, he's trying to use his charm to get out of that. What do you think about his testimony? Also, I, I, I want to ask you two questions. What do you think about his testimony? And looking at all, if you've watched a lot of this trial, who would you think has the most veracity? It's not just him and her, but if all the, all the evidence and all the statements that have, have been made at trial, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think these, got, these people are deflecting or lying or... Do you think there, that, there are there are moments in in very in um, significant moments in a few of Amber Heard's witnesses that I think that they are obscuring the truth out of privacy. Like there is uh, her ex best friend testified, and they said, and she was asked, "Why are you no longer speaking on speaking terms with Amber Heard?" She said, well, "She testified, we aren't enemies," and she said, um, "I." reprioritize the people in my life and the friendships in my life. So that's not a direct quote, but that you'll, that'll give you the idea. And I thought something had to happen. You're not best friends with someone one minute and not. And does I, does, is it a significant omission? No. We're, we're as um, 
Johnny Depp's witnesses, I mean, are, are, are just don't pack any punch. I mean, what Amber Heard has done with her witnesses is created a pattern of behavior and her behavior too, her reactive behavior, how she reacts, who she is. You get a full picture of who she is, how she reacts and who Johnny Depp is, which is a very jealous, very violent and, and really has gone into extreme. You mentioned Elvis last time we talked and I didn't really take that in enough. I mean, it's really like, he's in like late Elvis, even with a paunch, like late Elvis year territory. And that is, can't be easy for a man. And I, I, when I look at him, I think of what my dad used to tell me, which is, this was his saying, which, he, which was charm is the enemy of character. And be very careful. People are really charming. I think I would love Johnny Depp. I like his acting. It's not, I, you know, I, I, I really have to just show you this really quickly. Um, this um, Amber Heard supporter showed up among a sea of of Johnny Depp fans. I just want to show you real quick. Do you see that? I saw that <laughs> oh, on guy. Twitter. I saw that on Twitter. I love this guy. I relate. I relate to. I relate to his his plight. But I mean, it's personal for him about Amber. I don't know Amber Heard. I, no one deserves the treatment that that she she was given in this relationship, and no one deserves. I mean. This kind of it reminds me of like a Scientology style uh, campaign assault on her where he gets a ton of flying every the whole world, including Fox News, who was cutting. I couldn't find that was the best I could find of his cross of a short clip of his cross. I, mean, I, I did not look for hours and hours. I had to limit it. But her her cross examination is cut up all over the Internet. I mean, like it's just I mean. These witnesses who were no longer friends with Johnny Depp loved him, including Amber Heard. They and they and you can still feel their love for him come out on the stand. And that is what I was not expecting. And this is not some kind of revenge. It's so absurd. The whole thing is so I feel so badly for her that that he's not sober enough to see this. Right. Right. This is his he brought the suit. It's his suit. So you can't say it's vengeance. If she mentions he's abused without mentioning his name, too. That's not vindictive. She's ex- mm-hmm. she's saying what she experienced from her position, what she believes she experienced, what I believe she experienced. And her punching him back and things like that, not positive, her belittling him and laughing at him like the Joker or whatever, not great form, but doesn't matter to the core of the case. Was she abused? Was, she, was, was she's making a statement that was deceptive with actual malice? So I keep going back to that. I think the proof is shown that... It- he was an abuser, don't you think? Yeah. The, so, if the, I mean, so if the jurors so the jury is sober and listening, there's only one outcome. I, that's what I think. I don't know what, who these jurors are, and Adam Waldman and Johnny Depp's team seems to be playing very dirty. So I don't know. You know, I'm not <laughs> in my more conspiratorial moments. I thought have they gotten to a juror? I mean, this is ridiculous to be that, that this is being broadcast. Absolutely. This judge is awful. Awful. Absolutely. I mean, she's, I mean, so Johnny Depp has this really aggressive lawyer. I just want to show you the last clip. I promise. No, very short. Um, um, Camille um, Vasquez. And she's very aggressive um, with her um, objections. 
And people are saying, oh, this is great lawyering, which is kind of what what I used to do when I used to watch trials. Like I used to watch people like Leslie Abramson, who is actually very, I think, a lot smarter than Camille Vasquez, be very aggressive and think that that's great lawyering. But she is interrupting and, and, and really being obstructive to a lot of this testimony. And she's calling hearsay claims on things that are not being given for the truth of the matter, which is usually how you can kind of let in testimony to, to tell your side of the story. Otherwise, everything is all disjointed and the jury has no context or doesn't know what's going on. So here's here's some some of the great herd versus um, Camille Vasquez. Johnny grabbed me while holding me down, and I remember him asking me if I thought I was so tough. He asked me three, four times up close to my face, "You're so tough. Are you such a tough guy, huh? You think you're so tough? What are you gonna do now?" I stood up at some point after getting off the ground. Do you see that? That is correct. And then you write after, I remember crying, I remember feeling exhausted and frustrated, and it hit me, meaning the realization of how sad it was that I was going to wake up tomorrow on my birthday without him. That's correct. Okay. Where in this interrogatory response, Ms. Hurd, you describe Mr. Depp, quote, grabbing you by the pubic bone, pubic area, and pushing you down. On page 64. Where? Page 64, uh, one, two, three paragraphs down. Johnny grabbed me once, did this taunting thing on the side of the bed in penthouse three. He grabbed my vagina and held me there, asked me if I was so tough. So that's some examples of her. I mean, this is, how much do you think he's paying for his, his legal team? Millions. He's paying a lot. He's got, I mean, he's got a really legit lawyer, the um, Rotter or Barn or whatever. So uh, no, that's, that's Amber Heard's lawyer. That's a legit yeah. lawyer, too. Yeah, They're both he's great. What's her, who's his main lawyer? It's not this girl, Camille. Right? Um, I forget his, is it, it's like a Chew is his last name? Is that right? Yeah. He's, I like mean, that? this is, ex, these trials are expensive. They're paying to go to finance this whole trial. And, and his, and we're not even talking about what leading up to the trial. So, <laughs> They're spending real money. It's probably ten million bucks, five, ten billion bucks, maybe. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. That's okay. Um, it's right a lot. before, right before this, um, we started this um, live feed. His agent of thirty years was testifying that Johnny Depp was in such financial straits that he came to her office and demanded that I think it was CAA, um, Creative Artists Agency, give him twenty a twenty million dollar loan because he brought so much business in. And she just said that he used to be the biggest star in the world and he's kind of washed up. And, he, and she goes, before all these lawsuits, she thinks, I mean, it was very interesting to hear her. Her testimony was that she thinks these lawsuits um, are are actually um, hurting him. Oh, and it's interesting. Well, I mean, it's kind of interesting because it looks like he's created enough PR and enough hubbub that enough people love him, the courtroom is like packed and um, he's created a flying monkey out of freaking Fox News live has made a million clips about Amber Heard's abuse on the stand and all this stuff. I mean, is that a, I mean, that's not a successful PR campaign. I don't know what is. I mean, he, I mean, wouldn't you think if you're smoking pot on the way 
on the way to right. court and you're probably right. looks high as hell on, on pills and other things in, in the courtroom on drawing on his coloring books in this um don't you think you, he has the illusion that he's winning he might. kind of you might be in a completely delusional world i mean <laughs> i don't know it's something like the calculations aren't making sense if you look at outside of this trial like having your business guys take your money having a huge entourage uh really not having a real nice opinion of your fans. Um, this would be uh, making the bad decision to go to trial over this and continue and spend that money, I think would be consistent with these other curious decisions that he's made even outside of this case. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it's like a, a temper. Like, I don't yeah. care if it hurts me. I just want to win. I just want to hurt. And Amber Heard really knew how to needle him. We we heard some testimony, um, some tape played of her saying, oh, yeah, you never sold out. Because he didn't ever want her to play up her dress sexy, which I don't know how you can be a Hollywood actress and not and, and not play up that in this society. But OK, um, he didn't want her, her to. You know, we don't have like a, a young equivalent of a young Meryl Streep or something in our society right now. If you're the the role for you when you're young and freakishly beautiful, like Amber Heard is, is to play the ingenue. And he he chose to to marry that person. Anyway, she was just teasing him about 21 Jump Street and how he never sold out and how he was never a sex symbol. And she's and she took, she's very good on the stand. She's basically unrattable, or unrattable. Unrattable. You know, yeah, thank you. Um, she just, you just can't. She said, yeah, I said a lot of hurtful, horrible things. But I just was not expecting the, I mean, Johnny Depp could make you just fall in love with him. He's very charming. These witnesses, Amber Heard witnesses, are in some ways, some of their testimony you know, reflects positively on Johnny Depp in that they still have a lot of love for him despite all his his weaknesses and problems and anger and violence issues. So I think it's more interesting, you know, who's, I mean, look, nobody from Hollywood is is coming to be like, oh no, Johnny Depp right. that I've seen. Nobody's coming to say he's an upstanding, he's always right. at work on time. Right. He's, he's always, we're always done shooting with him because he's such a professional. And right. wow, what a great right. asset. And we made money on this movie. The word on the street is like, he didn't even study his lines in the last um, Pirates of the Caribbean. He had an earpiece and somebody would speak his lines to him and then he'd speak them. Like Which that's, is that's what Marlon Brando did. Also, Marlon Brando also had an island. And I just think it's very interesting. Johnny Depp is such an empty human being. Like there's just no real personality. He just like, I'll take Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando could show up and, and demand millions of dollars for a role and have an earpiece, and then I'll have an earpiece. Marlon Brando could have an island. I'll have an island. Hunter S. Thompson could do cocaine at 8.30 in the morning and drink. I can do that. I, you know, it's just like yeah. all the way he makes a character, I said this before, is just the way he's built. The, he's just the most empty, soulless human being. And boy, does he hate, hate everybody, not just women, just hate, hate everybody. And, he doesn't uh, like the fans who pay to watch his stuff, which I think is really, you know, you never insult the audience or whatever, ever. I don't care what whether you're an actor, artist, whatever. The interesting thing, what do you think, how is this playing out in social media? Because when I go onto Twitter or something, somebody's either taking a side or she's part of the problem. 
there's some and they these keep propping up oh johnny could never do that what's your kind of take do you think that's being botted or faked on twitter oh i think there's a lot of fake bots definitely oh definitely but i think it's also attracted a lot of really deluded people i mean i grew up my father was a screenwriter my godmother's i grew up with these people i know you know i'm I'm like acutely aware that perception is not always reality and and the personality of of performers and creative types um so they know they they think they know these people they have a relationship and that's it's an amazing thing that these actors can do is, is, is get an intimate relationship. Make these people feel that they have an intimate relationship with it's called um, parasocial relationship. Yeah. Right. So these people have a parasocial, they think Johnny's great. They've seen all his movies, but they, these actors act off the screen too. So they're acting in the public uh, forums. Right. So even if they're in an interview or something, they're still acting. It's not often their real personality. It's just an acting personality. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to hate your fans is a different. I mean, I've been with my godmother when when fans have come up to her, and and I mean, it's just like, I mean, it's like your queen. I mean, can I do do this? Can I do? You know, it's just like, it, it, I had to hate that to hate a fawning person who just thinks you're fantastic. I mean, it's, if it's you really convinced it's fantastic, yeah. But are, no, you so ready, I, I, are you are you are you? What I'm going to ask you though, uh, William Ramsey, are you ready for this to be our most hated episode? In, in yeah, the I'm of just, I don't care. I, can it get worse than the West Memphis Three? I don't, <laughs> That's know, right, <laughs> I don't care. I mean, the West Memphis Three. Nobody, everybody thought I was blind. They're already get, <laughs> talking smack on the uh, comments on, on Streamyard. So wait till this goes up in public. <laughs> Right, right. We've been through this before. Let me just show you. This is an emblem of of our life on on the internet. (laughs) You said that great piece out on social media where it was like you standing against the whole herd of people saying, I forgot what the leave in the line was, but it was sometimes it was, you're it feels all like wrong. It. You're yes, yeah, you're, you're all, all wrong. wrong. Yeah. yeah, cartoon. And you can tell by Facebook. all of the negative reviews you've got on uh on your iTunes too, is like they're all people like, oh, the West Memphis Three is that. That's what I have too on mine. Are like, oh, we all know the West Memphis Three are innocent. Those are my ones. <laughs> we all movies. know, even though that in the flat earthers. Yeah, so the West, uh, the West Memphis Three are innocent, and the flat earthers are against me. So, but <laughs> which it, should ex- disturb both parties, actually. What I wasn't expecting is how quickly these campaigns go away. And no one's coming up to me saying, oh, yeah, you were really right back then. I mean, I don't know if I'd even get much satisfaction in saying I told you so. I don't think so. But they all pretend like they weren't a part of it. They weren't making Adnan Syed videos. They weren't making Stephen Avery new evidence videos, Uh all these people and making money off of it. I I just think I, I, I... I think the people that are comfortable supporting Johnny Depp, and I've been really disappointed um, by some people who've been on my show um, supporting Johnny Depp with based on edited tapes, minimal research, really, really disappointing. And if, you know, you have to think if you're willing to support a potential rapist wife beater to make a few shekels on, on uh, the internet, I, I don't know. I think that speaks to your character. Let me ask you this question. There's kind of an air of threat and violence in their relationship. Did you get that feeling? Like, the, not just the stated abuse that was in the court, but there was an under, 
I read kind of like her text messages between her and Elon Musk. And Musk is saying, yeah, I'll get you security for 24-7. Like, why would you need security 24-7? And why are they using words like kill all the time? Did you did you get that impression at all? I'm not sure what your question is. Do you mean well, that, I, just, that, that, that Johnny Depp is kind of making her feel afraid for her life? Yes. Is that what you're yeah, yeah, that was the the conclusion in the UK judgment, which I think was very sound. That he, she was made to feel for her life, uh, fear fear for her life, rightfully on three occasions. Physical so, safety, right? Now. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I I think he enjoys this. He this Amber Heard got under his skin, and he just wants the last word. And this is his attempt to get the last word and to gain control. And I also think that he's blaming her. He cannot. He he's narcissistic and i know that's overused i hate to use that word but narcissistic in the way that he can't take any personal responsibility so it can't be his fault that he showed up to work drunk and high and with an earpiece <laughs> it's got to be amber heard this and you know what amber is causing me to do that or something yeah. is it's the ultimate streisand effect because without johnny depp filing all these lawsuits, it would have just Amber, who would have known about Amber Heard's op-ed article? Who Nobody would have known reads that? newspapers. Who right, right. Want less than 1% of the population. Excellent point. He so, could, the smart strategy would just be to have ignored that. If you were deaf, like, I'm I'm not going to take that personally. I'm just going to go. He's got a punisher. The other it's, thing is the NDA stuff, right? So they're, they're clever to get her sister to try to sign the NDA. So it's an insight into a lot of these Hollywood relationships or high level celebrity public relationships. They know how to get that NDA and you sign off and not talk. Right. So I think yeah. that's another important element in this whole public right. fiasco, but he's going to lose. I, I, money on it, yeah. I, I think so too, but I, I hate to predict a jury. I never know with a jury. You just don't, I don't know who they are. I don't know. But it, it, he does look, I mean, from my experience of attending trials, watching trials, his side looks like the losing side. Yeah. Um, you have and, a lot of experience, big trials. Yeah. You've done so yeah. many Epstein, Maxwell, um, the other ones, Larry oh, the Ray Nexium. trial, Nexium, yeah, Mary all Ray. Here. Wow. Yeah. So, and, and, and her, her, her testimony reminds me a lot of Larry Ray. And he, he's starting to remind me of Keith Ray. <laughs> Just the same soft oh, voice, the same manipulation, um, the same charm, uh, and the absolute desire to control everything, especially even in the courtroom. Um, he's there writing writing notes to his legal team. But, you know, just back to this Camille Vasquez, I do not see how the jury can like her interrupting constantly, aggressively interrupting, and being super aggressive with Amber Heard. I... I, I, when you're in the courtroom, it's very different when you're watching it on a screen when you have a little distance. But when you're in the courtroom and you get those kind of really aggressive, overly aggressive cross, and I believe that they come from the client. The client directs their lawyer to be extra aggressive. You know, I think they, so. They get you know, the lawyer they want, the style, right? Style they want, and and it feels like you're being beaten over the head, and that constant stopping and starting and unnecessary objections they can handle some obje some objections are expected but a hearsay objection every minute was in the last um half of of the redirect i believe amber Heard's redirect it was so uh punitory and, and unnecessary i, I really I, um 
And you saw her, Camille Vasquez, leaving the trial. I mean, this reminds me, do you think that this is a bigger trial than the O.J. Simpson trial? It's it's in there in one of the top trials. I would say O.J. is a little bit bigger, but this is, this is all over all over the news and social media and people taking sides. So people are invested for sure in this. I think a lot of, there'll be a lot of uh, these people, parasocial followers of Johnny Depp will be very disappointed when it's over because a sober look at everything. But my memory of the OJ Simpson trial was that there weren't these kind of OJ Simpson stands like he's innocent. I mean, I'm sure there were a few, but I don't remember that sort of the whole country rallying around OJ Simpson. <laughs> But it became, you know, what was interesting about the OJ phenomenon is it became a larger issue outside of whether he killed those two people, Goldman and uh, whatever, Brown. It became kind of like a a kind of insight into this, the society, American society. So then they, and I think the lawyers cleverly tried to make it about race and right. class and yeah. things like that. So I think that maybe this this case is coming like that, too. It's about celebrity and whose side are you on? Are you a misogynist or? And I think that that's, that that these court when they're tries when these trials are put out on TV, they morph into something else. Ooh. And infotainment too, infotainment, which is also like, oh, he got her today. Oh, Depp came back with a good riposte. Oh, yeah, this was a great you know counterpoint. And it takes away from what what in inside of a court should be is a very staid sober it's yeah. amazing it just feels like everything when you're watching a trial it's like everything is kind of like it's like a film kind of lifted on reality and you can just i feel like i see everything very clearly when i watch a trial it's it's a, it's the oddest phenomenon and this is certainly um you know quite the opposite um just absolutely I mean, non-stop I, pr playing around right. the clock you know, I mean, you have to check your, you have to check your phone. You have to, you know, everything is like just reduced to the elements. And I feel like when you're in court and you hear a testimony, that's true. It's like everybody in the room hears it. it it's a similar phenomenon to some other things that I'm not going to get. Into. But, you know, you just like hear the truth. It's like, that's that right, everybody like, sort of can hear it. And, and, and these kind of aggressive cross-examinations I saw in the Nexium trial, unsuccessful and in the Larry Ray trial. And, Unsuccessful, right? They, so, very unsuccessful. I don't think they yeah. work. Well, if, so work the, the, well, if the past is precedent, then that means they're not going to work in this trial either, right? I hope I don't know. I, you know, you yeah. never know. To me, it looks like he's losing. I think yeah. uh, these witnesses have been excellent for Amber Heard, really excellent. And Amber Heard herself, um, I really got my admiration in her strength. I'm not saying I know her personally, but just. To 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 that must have been a, a, just an emotional trial to 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 give evidence. She does. She said, "I don't want to be here. I want him to leave right. me alone." And she, there's one part of her testimony. She said, um, "Johnny Depp told her that he would never, she would never see his eyes again, meaning I you I will only look at you, never look at you again." And that's why he's wearing sunglasses. And and her lawyer um, Elaine Bredenhoff asked why she thought that was, and she goes, "Because he's lying." That's why he can't look at me. I'm here and I'm telling, I can look at him. It was, it was like a goosebump moment. I'm telling the truth. And that's something you never heard Johnny Depp say on the stand. I'm telling the truth. This is what happened. This is, you know, that absolute surety. And when that kind of like passion, when, 
when it's when it really happened to you when you're when you're on the stand. Right. I'm not saying that, you know, there's things you do on the stand like um, where you don't want to get into things to sort of say that's not my recollection or I don't recall or things like that a few times, but nothing significant. They have done no significant damage to her case and they really needed to. I mean, what he has to prove is so extreme that she did this with malice, knowing it was not true. It's really hard to prove. Yeah, so, I don't think they're not going to meet questions that standard. I'm sorry. For, for William Ramsey or myself before we go, besides but, you hate us, <laughs> besides we're wrong. Um, I think this is part of even our whole corpus of the talks that we've had are this distortion of of what's happening in legal environments and then the, the court of public opinion. Would you Don't you think that even we go back to Internet side, West Memphis 3, we've done so many of these cases. Nexium, they weren't sympathetic at all. But some of the ones where they're like innocence fraud, how this this there's a something odd it's almost like a parasocial legal environment where the public gets things distorted through the media or their perception of the events where they think that johnny depp is you know abuse i i think that even if you look at it if if they're abuse if you could take a graph and say she was 50 cent 50 abusive and he was 50 percent abusive she still made her case so i don't know where you draw do you understand what i'm saying so like I'm not saying that. Yeah, she, yeah. And, 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 and anybody, we, and the, I think that clip, level. I don't think you can right. put them on 50 okay. 50. Okay. So, well, but, I would yeah, say, I mean, we can disagree on, agree to disagree well, on I, that. I'm point, not but, even saying, yeah. I don't even believe she's 50 50. I'm just using that. <laughs> okay. A, a, yeah, that's true. Experiment. True. You make your point. That's very loyal. loyal but I, yes, I think that point. clip you showed, the abuse is like fighting back is normal. So the abuser wants that, oftentimes wants that to justify their continued abuse sometimes. To keep right. the abuse going, right? So yeah, there's all kinds of weird things. Then they can blame them. Oh, you were involved in the fight too, right? Yeah. See, or maybe we verbal... can get Tina Turd going. Uh, let's see if we can mm. get that, that that spreading on the. I mean, seriously, uh... this is absurd. Um, anybody have any questions? All right, all right. Thank you so much, um, William Ramsey. Where can people find you? William Ramsey investigates any place you get your podcast. Spotify. I'm on Spotify now. Spotify, iTunes, wherever. Go back and listen to all our interviews. I think I, it's we're at twenty four, but I put seventeen in a row just recently. I was on vacation, so I just put all those. And you can go back and see the ones at the very beginning because you were teaching me stuff about and then Syed. I didn't know. I've learned a lot about innocence fraud from you, so I recommend people go check that out. And then you can get my books on William Ramsey investigates, and uh, just busy putting out stuff today. And I uh, put out so I put out a good one about Depp and his occultism yesterday. So people oh, cool! Check I'll check that out. I'm gonna look forward yeah. to that. It's, uh, to William that. Ramsey investigates. You can check it out. Check that okay, out. thank you so much. Great to talk to you. Great to talk to you. Have a great week, everybody. Okay. Yeah.